brought to you by the students of Mary Persons High School in conjunction with MPTV. This is Monroe County Schools Radio, exclusively on Magic 100 FM. I'm your host, Carrie Buckendale. This week, our nation honored the men and women who served in our armed forces. Veterans Day is a time to thank our vets for their service and sacrifice. Here in Monroe County, we have a group of young students who hope to become veterans themselves one day. The Mary Persons JROTC program offers students a chance to learn more about the skills and dedication it takes to enlist. This year, our cadets have a new lead instructor, Major Jacob Dunn. MPTV's Daryl Lowe sat down with Major Dunn to learn more about his background and his plans for the program. How many years of school did you have to get this job? Well, I have been through all the way through master's degree. So in JROTC, though, you don't have to go to the regular school teaching requirements. They give us a for all the work and time we've done in the military, they give us credit for that and we get a teaching certificate. But yeah, I've been to six years of college. What is something you like about your job? Uh, I like giving uh, advice and, and information and you know sharing with the high school students all the things I've done, all the places I've been, all the people I've met. Because I mean, I've been to 17 different countries and probably met thousands of people. and trying to expand your knowledge and your horizons of things outside of just this school. There's a lot more to life than just Forsyth, Georgia. <laughs> uh, where will people learn in your class? Well, we, we cover lots of things. We cover everything from first aid to how to shoot an air rifle to civics classes to what the military's like or, or marching or many, many things in our class. All right, what are some of your favorite memories and why? Our favorite memories about what? In class. Like oh, in, in class? Yeah. My favorite thing is when we talk about subjects that people don't have any knowledge about or are not sure about, and I like to tell them, especially with overseas things, like we all know what America's like, but do you really know what the rest of the world's like? And I usually bring in some pictures and show them some of the places I've been, and it makes it more interesting for people to learn about the world. What are some of your favorite things to do to teach in class and why? Well, probably my favorite one is teaching marksmanship because one thing that I've found nowadays is that most high school students have never even messed with any kind of firearm or a gun. So we go through and teach the safety and the true reason and aspects of shooting and the sports that it can be involved in. Can you tell us a little about the Raider team and the rivalry? Well, the Raider team is a team, more of an adventure team, that does competitions in the fall where they do five different things. They run, they do rope bridge, they do an obstacle course. Uh, they'll usually do some kind of uh, movement of material like water cans and ammo cans and things like that to uh, accomplish a 100-yard sprint or something of that nature. And then they always end up what we call a cross-country rescue where they have to carry rucksacks and a litter that doesn't have anybody on it, but it's pretty heavy, usually a half mile to a mile long. Because uh, rifle team is just shooting, so that's just air rifle. Now the cool thing about rifle team is, is that's a, that's a gateway to the Olympic sports. This is how almost all the Olympians start is in the high school rifle team. 
Okay. Thank you for your time. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, bro. Uh -huh. Now that we've learned a little about the program, let's hear from some of our JROTC students. Hello, my name is Austin Howe with MPTV, and today I have Christopher Fountain and Devin McClendon with me today, and they are part of the Raiders team and the rifle, rifle team. What, what made y'all want to join the team? So, my stepfather was in the United States Marines. My stepfather, Thomas Wilson, was in the United States Marines, and he always talked about, you know, how good of a life you could have being in the military. And ever since I was younger, I really wanted to join the military, and I just never really had the opportunity because Mary Persons didn't have a JROTC team up until about five years ago. And so when I was going into high school, I heard about it and I was like, I gotta sign up. It's the perfect opportunity to do it. Uh, me personally, I did it for physical purposes. I wanted to get bigger. What are some of the best scores you've gotten in competition? We, we almost placed uh, third place. We were placing th third place along with Balding High and one other one, I can't really think of it, but they were right behind us in the leagues. What's your favorite thing about the team? I think my favorite thing about the team would probably have to be my friends and the competition that comes along with it. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of, you, get, you make a lot of friends here, and it's very, you get very deep bonds here. That's good. How long have you been a part of the team? I'm in my freshman year right now, so basically my entire freshman year. But yeah, uh, we kind of saw Raider team all the way through its season. Its season is about a quarter of a school year. So yeah, four or five months. And it was constant everyday practice. Like you had to be there every day. I'm in my freshman year too. So I have been here all my freshman year. All right. Um, who was the hardest team you've ever gone against in competition? Well, you go against a, a lot of teams. It's, it's not really you go against a specific team. Everyone is really hard to beat. Everyone has their special traits. And you just kind of have to outdo all. But altogether, Spalding High did put up a pretty good fight against us. Alrighty. What's something you don't like about practice or competition? I don't, I don't really like anything, really. It, you get out after school, and you come to the JRTC building, and you just do exercise. I like everything about it, to be honest with you. It was it was a little tough, you know, going through the everyday practices back and forth. You know, you got to be here at this time, and you got to be here at this time, and all that. But other than that, I really, really enjoyed it. All right. And has anything about practice or competition changed due to COVID? Absolutely not. We have, they have seen everything within the past five years. They have seen everything out. That concludes this interview. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you, Devin. You'll have a wonderful day. No problem. JROTC is one of many specialized programs offered at Mary Persons. Another relatively new program for our Bulldogs is competitive bass fishing. This is the second year MP has competed in bass fishing and it's growing in popularity. Jake Bartlett sat down with coach Mark McCoy to find out more about our bass fishing team. All right, hey guys, I'm here, I'm Jake and I'm here with coach McCoy and uh, we're just gonna ask him a few questions and just get his opinions on each one. So what are your most enjoyable things about coaching bass fishing? Well, I get to spend time on the water um, fishing. I mean, what can be better than that? So uh, we teach yeah. kids who don't know a whole lot about fishing, some techniques that they had never thought about before. And uh, some of the guys that are coming in and the ladies that are coming in fishing have some more experiences than some of the coaches do. So 
Um, everybody kind of shares different techniques and ways they go about doing things and people are coming in with all sorts of different uh, levels of levels of knowledge. And so that's pretty cool about it. But yeah, we get to go hang out in a boat and go fish for a few days. Um, so that's, that's probably definitely the best part of it. What led you to being a coach of the team? Well, um, last year was the first year that uh, Georgia High School Athletic Association approved or sanctioned bass fishing as an official sport. Uh, so uh, Mr. Lindsay and I have talked about fishing for years. That's just something we had in common. So he actually came and approached me about it and asked me if I'd be interested in coaching the team. And it's one of my favorite hobbies to do. So I was in a definite yes on that. Oh, okay. Um, when do y'all, when do y'all have like tournaments and does the whole team participate in each one? All right. Well, our tournaments are a little bit, they're kind of scattered all over the place. So we actually have a tournament this weekend. Uh, we have four teams going, we have nine total teams. Um, and in order to have a team, you have to have a volunteer boat captain who owns a bass boat and he can take two students with them. So uh, when we're talking about nine teams, that's nine adult boat drivers and 18 um, student anglers. So this weekend we have, um, it's a smaller tournament in Clarks Hill, which is over near Augusta. And um, we have four of our teams that are going to that one. Uh, the GHSA tournaments won't start until January. And so we'll have four GHSA tournaments, one a month. Um, starting in January, then we'll have four Bass Nation tournaments starting once a month um, in January. And then um, last year we had a couple teams make it to the state finals. Uh, so we're hoping this year to have a few more than just two teams make it to state, and that'll happen in May. Okay. Um, what are the most challenging things about being a coach? Uh, as far as being a coach for bass fishing, um, probably just – organizing yes, everything, getting everything pulled together. Um, there's a lot of lodging that goes along with this. There's a lot of bass fishing is, is pretty expensive as far as a sport goes. Um, you know, fuel is our biggest expense. So we have to organize um, raising money to offset costs so that everybody's not coming out of pocket for everything. Um, so really just the management of those things. Once I get everybody set and get my team set, and we get practice schedules going, um, it kind of runs itself, um, kind of. But uh, for the most part, that would, that would be, I guess, the most challenging part. Um, the students learning how to fish, you know, that just comes kind of naturally because most of them have not done much big lake tournament-style fishing. It's a brand-new experience for everybody. So um, everybody learns at a really high rate. Nice. Um, do you coach anything other than bass fishing? I do not. Um, how many tournaments have y'all won? Well, I mean, as far as one, um, we haven't come in first in any tournament. Uh, so last year was our first year doing it. And we had, I think six total tournaments that we fished in. Um, and we did have, like I said, so the way that it works is, is uh, there's qualifying tournaments. So you go to these tournaments early in the year, starting in January, and the top 15 teams, and in order to be in the top, you have to have the most weight. So uh, when you go to weigh in at the end of the day, 
you bring all the weighable fish that you have and then they order you according to who won it with the most weight and then the top 15 weights automatically advance to the state tournament. Um, so we had two teams that were in that top 15 uh, in qualifiers. And then when we went to state, we didn't have anybody place. I think our best um, our best team was like at uh, 23 or 24th out of 70 boats. Mm, okay, that's really cool. What is the biggest fish ever caught on the team? Or like well, how much did it weigh or something? All right, so during a tournament – um, the biggest fish was five pounds. I think it was nine ounces. That was the biggest one during a tournament. Now, some of the guys that have gone out during practice days and things have brought in bigger fish than that. Um, but as far as a weighable fish during a tournament, um, that would be five. I think it was five, seven, five, six, five, seven um, would, would be our biggest one up to this point. Man, that's nice. Does yeah, the team well, compete as a group? Um, well, uh, yeah. yeah, we don't, not really. Pretty much once you get assigned a captain, um, those two students fish with that one captain and they go to every tournament that they're able to go. They go to each of those tournaments with that one captain. Now we all help each other out because we all want each other to do well, you know, because if, if one team does well, the school does well. Um, but we want to try. Everybody is really competing. So uh, one of our bass teams could knock another team off of the leaderboard if they do better. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. So um, in a way, yes, we are a team because we help each other out in planning. We help each other out during practices. Uh, we learn together. Um, you know, when we go to pre-fish tournaments the day before, we generally get together and kind of discuss as a group what was working, what was not working. Uh, but at the end of the day, during the tournament, you know, we're competing as a one boat team. And I can have, you know, in one one of our tournament trails, I can only have six boats in, the, uh, in that tournament. Uh, in the Bass Nation one, like we're doing this coming weekend, um, I can put 20 boats in there if I wanted to. Um, so, but each oh, yeah. boat is kind of its own team. And they they compete against each other, but help each other at the same time, um, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, and the last question is, what does it take for a team to qualify for state? All right. So um, it's all based on weight. So when we go into these tournaments, uh, we blast off at about 6.30, 7 o'clock, depending on when safe light is. And you fish all day in these tournaments until 3 or 3.30, whenever your weigh-in time is. And so all day long, you're fishing and you're trying to catch your five biggest fish. So you're limited to just five fish. Um, so as you're going through the day, if you catch more than that, you know, you what we call call them out. So a smaller fish gets thrown back into the lake and you keep all, the, all of your biggest fish. And... Um, you weigh in at the end of the day and top weight wins it, of course. Um, and then it's the top 15 um, anglers or teams from each tournament advance to state. Um, and then when you get to state, you know, it's just kind of like a first, second, third place type deal. Uh, first place is the most weight and then on down. From fishing to football to fine arts, our community loves to support all of the programs offered by Monroe County Schools. 
So today, we're kicking off a new series highlighting local business owners who go above and beyond to support our students. This week, Bernard Penniman introduces you to a husband and wife team who definitely know how to serve up a good slice. Hello, I'm Bernard Penniman from the MPTV team at Mary Persons High School, and I'm here with Ms. Lori Thomas, an owner of the restaurant Jonas. Hello, Ms. Thomas. Hey. How are you today? I'm doing great. That's good. What led to you wanting to own a business? Well, this was my husband's dream. He had worked in several pizzerias around Atlanta about 25 years ago, and I always had his dream to buy and own his own pizza restaurant. So when he retired from teaching, we bought Jonas. Um, what is it like to own your own restaurant? It's a lot of work, um, especially when uh, I try to help with that and also teach here at Mary Persons High School. What do you teach at Mary Persons High School? I teach uh, in the Access Program, which is the program for students uh, with special needs. What is the best and the worst thing about owning a restaurant? The best part is um, getting to meet our customers and um, meeting so many people in the community. Um, the hardest part right now is um, staffing, trying to find people to work. Uh, it's very difficult right now to find um, good help. Um, it's known that you support the Morrow County school system. What type of things do y'all do to support our schools? Um, we love uh, supporting not only Mary Persons, but the community. We are big uh, proponents of sponsorships, but instead of just writing a check for whoever comes and asks, we um, decided that really the best way to do it was to host um, sponsor nights. So we might have, for instance, we're about to do one for the MP fishing. And so we're gonna have a night where we donate a percentage of sales and the money goes directly to whatever club, and this would be the Bass Club, Bass Fishing Club, and um, so what it does is it actually gives whoever is hosting the sponsorship, it gives them a stake in kind of their own fundraising. So if they promote it and send people uh, to come for that night, then it helps raise more money for them. We just did one for the chorus and it was very successful and we were able to um, donate a good bit of money to the chorus program. And um, so it's a win-win. It helps us and it helps um, whatever club we're um, helping raise money for. Um, how long have y'all been doing that? We, um, since we started, um, we've, uh, we, a large part of our mission of owning the restaurant is just not to own a business and 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 just make money and and make pizzas. We want to support the community. 
we've done fundraising nights for um, organizations that aren't in the school system. We've done Anchor of Hope. Um, we've in some others that. So it's not just helping the school system, but we love helping the community, and we want to be active in the community in which we live and in which we own a business. That's good. Um, is there anything else you would want the listeners to know? Um, just that uh, it's really important to support local businesses right now. Um, and to know that all of the businesses and restaurants on the square um, are here to support our community and to be a part of the Forsyth community and I know that us and all of the businesses would appreciate support and patronage of their businesses. Yes, well. Okay, thank you, Ms. Thomas, for your time and thank you for your support and service at our school. Thank you. Hello, I'm Bernard Penniman from the MPTV team at Mary Persons High School, and I'm here with Mr. Eric Thomas, an owner of the restaurant Jonas. Hello, Mr. Thomas. Hey, how are you? Um, I'm good. How are you today? I'm doing well. Doing well. That's good. That's good. What led to you wanting to own a business? Um, well, I, I, I think it's, you know, it's really the American dream, right? To own your own business and uh, uh, be able to kind of chase uh, capitalism and, you know, and work for yourself and, and enjoy both, uh, you know, the aspects of that and uh, being able to employ uh, others and kind of be a part of a community. It's known that you support the Morrow County school system, and what are the type of things that y'all do to support our schools? Really important is we employ a lot of Mary Persons students. Um, that's, I think, uh, the number one. I think that's the number one way to support your community is to have a, a business that thrives and can and can and can employ people. Um, but you know, the other ways we do it is we team up with uh, different groups and 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 uh and uh clubs and and sports teams to have uh fundraisers and we do it so that both are involved you know we have certain nights when we're raising money for a certain club or team or or, or activity and um we give a portion of the proceeds that night that way the uh the group that's trying to raise money uh is incentivized to you know, go out and, and, and raise awareness and get people into the restaurant. And, uh, and then they make more money that way. And those have been tremendously successful. How long have y'all been doing that? And since we opened, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, it was, uh, you know, not many of them the first year, nobody knew about them, but as, as word got out and as, uh, things started to roll, um, we, uh, they get more and more and more. We do it for Mary Persons. We also do it for other community members. We're doing one this week for a group called Loaves and Fishes from, uh, Macon that feed the homeless. And, uh, that's a huge, 
uh, issue, and we were really happy that they asked us to help support that. So that'll be uh, coming up this Thursday. We've got the Mary Persons Fishing Team coming up. Um, I wish I had the dates in front of me, but be on the lookout for that. Um, you know, we just did uh, the chorus program uh, at Mary Persons. So we, uh, you know, we've been doing that for a long time and we hope to continue to do it. Thank you for uh, everything that you've done. Is there anything else you would want the listeners to know? Well, uh, I guess both my wife and I are, are I'm, I'm a teacher of 21 years and a coach of 21 years. My wife teaches at Mary Parsons High School. So we're heavily invested in school and community and education and and making sure that uh everybody you know gets the best that they can get out of their school system and their community so we're we're, we're we've lived it and we're invested in it so i guess that would be the thing i would like to leave you with is that um it's important to us okay thank you mr thomas for your time and thank you for your support and service at our schools now to close things out this morning, we have a sampling from the recent Mary Persons Band concert. Enjoy and have a great week.
Thank you for tuning in to Monroe County Schools Radio exclusively on Magic 100 FM. Have a great week. Remember to be a champ. And as always, go dogs. The thoughts expressed in this segment represent Monroe County Schools.